0: Welcome back, link up podcast here with Bad Brad remotely because of the coronavirus. What's going on, Brad? Hey,
1: everybody. Oh man, just working from home, you know, like everybody else, but feeling blessed to actually be getting paid. You know, both my wife and I have jobs that we're we're working from home and getting paid. Yeah. So, you know, I'm obviously not working at the bar, you know. Um the people that um, need to work that that's their full-time job that are going to do the to-go food and, and whatnot need to be there. I obviously am, you know, not paying my mortgage or whatever with that income, you know, it is a hit. It is a hit to my income. I have, uh, you know, I figured it up and I think that I've lost about 1800 bucks, but um, I'm just thinking about all of those people that I, that I love that, that work downtown and can, and even the owners, you know?
0: Yeah. What, uh, I feel, I'll go ahead.
1: I just said, I feel blessed. And, you know, people like us that, that have jobs that we don't have to go out there and, and face it every day, you know, like, uh, the healthcare workers that are going into battle every day, and and uh, even though they have jobs, they're they're risking their lives and their families every day. It's almost like going to battle, you know.
0: Yeah. What um what if what's changed in your life as far as like besides obviously not going into your office every day and going into the bar?
1: Well, I, I think that family's gotten closer. You know, um not only family, but I'm not as big of a crybaby about, well, I want this and I want this right now. So I'm going to go get it. You know, um, if I don't have it, I figure it out. You know, I, you know, I, I'm currently having a glass of (laughs) Sambuca from Italy that a pilot brought me. I normally would have bourbon, but I'm out of the bourbon that, I normally drink Mm -hmm. you know so i'm enjoying the glass of sambuca and and happy and blessed that i have it yeah um i don't have steak i just had a birthday i didn't i didn't have my friends i didn't get to see you i didn't you always planned me a birthday party i always have a big deal i didn't have that i didn't even get a steak you know normally i would suvi a steak and have baked potato and just that i'm Okay, with that, my family came over and we had tacos, and it was just as good, you know, and I was just as happy with that.
0: Yeah. Um, how about you? Uh, man, my life hasn't changed too much. Like, as far as, um, obviously, I'm not going into the office nearly as much as I had been. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I haven't seen people that I like to see, like you and Nick and, you know, people like that. But, um, I don't know, man, like, I guess if I was younger, like if this happened, um, say like I was in my like 20s or mid 30s to late 30s or what have you, the going out would have been more of a thing. But, you know, only thing that we really did was go out on Sundays. And that's predominantly, you know, just to come see you. And like Hanin goes yeah. to her at her bar or what have you. But, uh, right. you know, like I said, Like you said, I I guess some things you think about, like, you think you need, but you don't really need to go get them. You know, like, there's stuff that, like, I would normally go to the grocery store if I was out of it. But now it's just like, you know, I don't really need that, you know. So I just don't worry about it until I actually have to go. Because I've only been going, like, every two weeks to the grocery store. And I used to go, like, every week I would go to the grocery store to get something at least. You know. And it's not like I can't go, but it's just I just know that it's not that of a necessity to go. You know. Dude,
1: we would run to the store, I kid you not, every other day. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe I'm saving money. You know, yeah. I talk about the money I lost, but I'm not going out. And and even you, you're not you're not dropping hundred dollar bar tabs. You're not dropping sixty dollars sushi bills, even though the other day all I could think about is me and you and Hanin going out and having some sushi. You know, I even said that when she told me happy birthday, I was like, "Man, we need a sushi day." You know, like stuff that you wouldn't whip up at home. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, actually, I t- not- I'll go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, it's it's all right. It's hard to look at your face, not seeing your face. Yeah, you know, but it's like you're not starving. We're not starving
0: yeah yeah like i I talked to men he uh texted me yesterday i think and he was telling me how kimmy's not working but he you know he's still working as far as going up to to spr and but it's only to go orders and it's just like you know some stuff we just took for granted man you know stuff simple like that just going out to dinner with your you know your friends and seeing people is just something we can't do right now and I think that's one of the things hopefully everybody takes out of this situation is what we took for granted and what we thought we needed, we didn't need, you know? So if you can just come to a happy balance somehow and, and like I said, it's so weird that like, you know, we're, you know, worrying about these inconveniences, but a lot of these inconveniences are actually seem like they're making the world better. You know, yeah. granted, you know, obviously not granted. Good, I mean, it's better than people are dying and getting sick from this stuff. But as far as like the pollution and you know all that kind of stuff, they, I saw something like the ozone layer was starting to come back, or parts of it, or something like that. You know.
1: Well, not only not only that, but what do you think about this? Like, say, and I, I, I mean, I think that I talked about in our in the podcast before that, you know, we're empty nesters and now we're not empty nesters because our kids back from college, but, you know, working on our relationship and trying to find each other and date each other again, our, we're closer now than we have been because I've been kind of doing my own thing for years and she's been doing her own thing for years we're kind of laughing at each other and, and kind of finding that what we liked about each other again and you know, something she said, and I wanted to know what you thought about this, but do you think that the world will ever be the same again? Or do you think that some of these practices that we're doing now going forward will be part of everyday society?
0: Uh, I think for the most part, things will go back together. Um, and that might be a sad thing because, we as people might not learn from our mistakes. Um, but I think there will be some people in the beginning, at least that will, um, at least try to, you know, be cleaner for one thing, um, be more courteous Mm -hmm. to people. Um, but you know, it's like, it's always the same thing. It's like, I mean, this is obviously the one of the wildest things that I think any person that's been alive today has ever lived through. But even like nine eleven you know everybody came together during that time, and granted, this is right. a worldwide thing that happened, but you know that was a big right. e- that was a big event for the United States, and it seemed like everybody was you know one, and then we all kind of just a couple months start drifting away, and then we just went back to the same old bullshit again, sure, and so that's the thing I just hope that we don't do that with this. we just don't you know we get lulled into you know okay life is back to normal and then we get caught up in something else you know
1: the me 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 mentality
0: yeah i don't know like i said i just hope that um we as people just learn from this and make better better moves from here on out because like i said i know i know me personally it's just with all this happening, even though I'm fortunate to be working, but I see that other people aren't. And who's to say if something else happens again that, you know, that I might be in that situation or if this keeps going on, I don't know if people are going to still be buying cars because um, that's right. you know, how my business is based off of. So, you know, it's it's just um, you got to look out for yourself sometimes with this thing. I think this is kind of showing us that we as people are not prepared and. You really can't rely on our government, you know, or anybody else but yourself to make sure you're taken care of, you know. And it was so no. quick because you know they. A lot of people obviously didn't have time to prepare and have like three months of salary saved up or whatever they tell you to do. And it's funny that they say that, but then you see all these big corporations that need to be bailed out before the people get bailed out. You know. Right. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I just, I just, I just hope that uh. We stay strong and we uh, keep moving forward, man, in a positive direction.
1: I do, too. And, you know, my aunt, um, she's retired now, but she was the head of missing people for the Indianapolis Police Department. Mm -hmm. And she dealt with a lot of homeless people. And as we were growing up, she always would let us know that that's somebody's mom. Yeah. Or brother, or sister, or someone loves them, and we're all one to three months away from being in that position. So, just like you said, if you're not prepared, if you don't have someone to lean on or a family or 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 whatnot, you're all, we're only a few months away from being those people that some people look down their nose at or say, "Why don't you go get a job?" or whatever else. You yeah. know,
0: yeah, I saw uh this is something I didn't even think about because it, it's I've never luckily dealt with depression before, but uh I had posted something about how people during this time it was is basically saying, um, if you come out of this pandemic without having a new skill, a new you know hustle going on or whatever, something you want to always start. It wasn't time that you were lacking. It was, you know, drive. And a lot of people looked at it as it being something like an attack, but I don't think it's an attack on everybody because obviously the situation is not the same for everybody. Some people are still working. Some people are having to homeschool their kids. You know, they got all their kids yeah. in the house and stuff like that. I think it was yeah. just more for people that say they want to do something and they do have extra time now and then they don't do anything yeah. with it because like say like this whole podcast thing i talked about doing this for like three years before i finally did it and uh you know just it was one of those things where like i just had to just buy the equipment and bully myself into doing it basically because you know something like i'll like just procrastinate on some shit that i just don't deem essential and uh you know it's just (sighs) i just think that um I don't know. I, when the way I looked at the post wasn't it wasn't an attack. It was just it was just more of a. Um, if you're the type of person that says you want to do something and then you don't do it, then it kind of is on you. Because like even like even though I am still working, there's stuff I normally would do that's not open now. So there is time, you know. Even if it's just reading an article about something, just it doesn't even mean sure. you have to have something started. But you can just do the research. To get to where you want to go. Because you, know? you have
1: that time. And motivation comes from that. You, something bad happening, or something. Most people in this world that have made a shit ton of money mm-hmm. is because they came from a bad situation. Yeah. I always talk about the Rockefellers, the Trumps, the people that had money that really made the money. It wasn't Donald Trump that made the money. It was his immigrant family that made the money because they came from nothing. Yeah. That is the American dream because you know, if you grew up in the depression and you actually went to bed hungry and you decided guess what, I'm not going to be hungry anymore and you have that drive. And that's why within three to five generations, most of the time you don't want your kids to, Have it as bad as you do so you kind of coddle them and they lose all the money you know what i mean they lose drive
0: yeah yeah i think that um uh, um excuse me i just think that you know it is it's just like you said the lack of focus sometimes is the thing that um can put people down that spiral of you know not keeping what they started or Keeping what somebody else gave you, and you always you know it's true what they say: you don't appreciate something as much if you don't have to work for it.
2: Absolutely. You
1: no know, and, and that's why giving my kids cars was the one of the worst things that I ever did.
2: Yeah,
1: I had to work for every car that I had, Tony. And I tell you what, I take pride in it. I don't really have a kid, and I have five of them that takes any pride in any vehicle. Yeah. They run them till the wheels fall off. And if I had it to do over again, looking back, I just turned 49 and looking back, I would make it harder. I would make them save the money up. I would make them go out and buy it. You know, I. It's life isn't easy. It's not that easy. Even though you want your kid or you want the person that you love not to suffer, as much as you did.
3: Yeah.
1: I, I take your post as being a motivation. When I saw it, I looked at it at my health journey because I've been having a struggle being at home to not being at work. I've had a struggle. I've maintained my 41 pounds, but my goal was to be 45 pounds down by my birthday. And I will tell everyone right now, I did not make it. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not giving up. I did not gain, but I did not lose. I'm at forty one pounds. But I still get out there and I still walk and I still have hope. You know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I think we all have setbacks or, you know, pauses in life and like uh Oh, what were you saying? That's what I was going to say, too. Like, when you were talking about sometimes when bad stuff happens, good things come out of it. I always look at it, too, like with with jobs. Say you get fired from a job, and obviously that's one of the worst things that can happen to a person in the the short term. But a lot of times in the long term, it's something that you were talking about doing. Like, say, like, man, I hate this job. I hate doing this. And, like, you spend most of your life at work. So if you're at a place that makes you miserable and they give you that push that you want it to, even though it financially might hurt in the, in the short term, right. like it might be something that kickstarts you to kick in the pants type thing to get you to do what you want to do the whole time.
1: Right. Or you didn't have the guts to do it. You know, my father-in-law used to say, and I always think about this, whether it be a relationship. Sometimes we stay in a relationship because it's comfortable. Yeah. Sometimes in jobs because it's comfortable sometimes we stay in all kinds of things before it's because it's comfortable and sometimes bad shit happens and my father-in-law used to say the the best gifts come in the shittiest wrappings and i always think about that yeah because
0: it's the truth i agree with that yeah like i said it's just you just always got to turn the positive into i mean the negative into a positive it's like, you got to be so optimistic because I was like, I saw this video and they were talking about this time that's going on right now and how most people are, you know, upset that they can't do shit that they normally want to do. And the guy was like, what if you would have been going to work and you got in a car accident and that would have been the day you died and now you're not going to work. Right. You know, It's just like, sometimes you just sit back and be like, man, I didn't think about it that way, you know? hmm so, yeah, or it's, it's
1: like what what the the businessman that gets pissed off because they got bumped from a flight and that flight crashes. Yeah. Because their time was so important to make it to this business meeting or whatnot. I mean you know, things happen.
0: Yeah, this, this whole situation is um is a whole learn experience, man, for everybody, hopefully. Like I said, it's just it's maybe like I said, if you don't have the time to to do the things you st- you might really be able to reflect and and appreciate what we took for granted, at least, you know.
1: And I hope that I hope that people take. I hope that people that are listening to your podcast and have listened to some of these great people that you've had on there that talked about business. Yeah, businesses are gonna fail. But guess what? The American dream is going to be there. There's going to be opportunities. Mm-hmm. So it's going, there's going to be a million opportunities. You know what I mean? Like you said, if you have an idea, if you have something going on, that chef that's out of work that maybe worked for somebody that now may be able to open their own thing or do something else, there's going to be opportunities for people. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool, that grocery store idea that Spendini did. What was that? You know, I thought that was... um, Well, Spendini is a local restaurant for those people that don't know what that is, that don't live in Memphis. It's a a local restaurant downtown Memphis. And because it's closed, like every other restaurant, or they can only do to-go food, and they're mostly a a more upper-scaled restaurant, they kind of just turned it into a takeout, and grocery store. So they're selling like dried pasta. They're selling, um, you know, food and stuff like that. So they've, they've turned basically their restaurant into a grocery store.
0: That's a good way to pivot. Yeah.
1: I mean, instead of well, was me, they made an opportunity out of it well, because I- there's no grocery store downtown.
0: Yeah. I went to, uh, I went to ACE hardware, because I needed to get a, I was hanging, I bought a new um, uh, bison uh, skull. And uh, I needed a, a bit to, you know, to hang it up, to drill the hole in the wall or whatever. And so I go there, and where they normally have all the bits and stuff like that, was now all cleaning supplies and stuff like that. So, like, even they're they're pivoting. You know, they're, they're realizing that, hey, people are probably not going to be buying nearly as much hardware supplies, so let's get the cleaning supplies in here. So they've shipped their whole store, because I never recall ever seeing that stuff in that store before, at least not in that section. Maybe they brought it, you know, from the back, they made it more prominent. But that's a smart move, because, you know, you go to Kroger and stuff like that, I can't find any paper towels anywhere. You know, it's very, very rare to find paper towels or toilet paper. Well, you know, that's something I really didn't need that much of. Which I still don't understand right. the toilet paper thing. <laughs> I mean, I can understand I the paper towels <laughs> because you want to clean stuff, you know, and you want to disinfect, right. you to know, wipe stuff down. But yeah. the whole the whole toilet paper thing it boggles my mind. I did see something though. Somebody said maybe it's not that. It's just that somebody bought so much toilet paper. It's that the those, those packages are so big. So if they're all gone, it just looks barren as fuck. Well, you know maybe I mean? it's just
1: not something that. Maybe it's not something that people used to stock up on. Yeah. But someone told me. Someone told me that it was something that the media actually said. So it just shows you the power of the sheep in mm, this country.
3: Really? That what
1: the media can say. Do you remember years ago when Oprah said something about the cattle industry or said something about beef, and it. It turns people from buying beef or something like that. I mean someone that has any kind of power or or media saying something yeah for for instance, so it came out that you're not supposed to take proxen, a leave or uh Advil because everyone that has passed away or whatever. Uh, different reports me and we're talking media here. So you don't know if it's true or not. It's media yeah, saying that, um, if you get it, you're supposed to take Tylenol, uh, for your fever. And even when they go to the hospital, they're giving them a Tylenol drip, you know, because, you know, I do work with the pilot. So I know a lot of people that have it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I went to Walgreens about two weeks ago, there's nothing but Advil, Naproxen, and all of that, and that's what most people take for their aches and pains. Yeah, they have moved all the Tylenol behind the counter, like where the cigarettes and things are that you have to get, like what people would steal. Yeah, and you have to get it from the cashier.
0: Wow, and there's probably like a limit on it too, or something.
1: Yeah, because someone mentioned that on the media.
0: Yeah, it's I heard like, that too. I don't know. I never checked into it to see if it was true or not, but I just heard that. But yeah. So to amazing.
1: me, it's like if you could get a company going, let's say I had a company selling whatever, mm-hmm. and I could get somebody to say something great about it. Yeah. I'm a billionaire.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's very true, man. Yeah, it's. <sighs> I don't know, man. It's just, it's the whole fear. Everybody's just they don't know. No one knows. There's nobody that can tell you, you know, uh when the end date is and who can get yeah. it. Like I told you I wrote text the other day, it's like it's like worse than getting the S T D because at least with the S T D you can kind of track down where you got it from, you know, or you can at least get the test done and then know you don't have it and then abstain from certain things to not get it again. But like, you know, you could, uh, you and I could be talking in the same room and I could have it without showing any symptoms and pass it off to you, sure. you, you know, or you could uh, um, touch something and, or whatever. What were you about to say?
1: Speaking of which, since your uh, podcast usually goes in a sexual manner, yeah. for those of you that are, are single, like yourself, um, the horniness that's going to be going on for you single people must be crazy. I
0: I was talking to Nick to the, uh, yesterday, actually I talked to him on the phone and I told him, yeah. I was like, I don't know, man, I jerk off less now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Your know. You're afraid
1: you're going to give yourself Corona?
0: No, I don't know what it is though, but it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if that's an age thing or just like, uh, I'm filling my time with other stuff, you know? Because, like, even, well, like, working from home, I do more work working from home than I do in the office.
1: Okay. Can I just vouch for that? Yes. I Because you know what I miss? I miss being in the office. Because yeah. the pilots would come in, and they every time a, a, one of my guys would come in, I would stop and bullshit for 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'd get up and I'd take walks. I'd walk over to Ginger's desk and I'd bullshit with Ginger. I'd walk down to Marianne and Don's desk and bullshit with them. I'm stuck at a chair working for eight hours a day.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like you. It's that's so so weird. You'd think it'd be the opposite, but you know, there's probably like more eyes eyeballs on us now too. Like especially like my company with emails, like. They're, like, looking to see who replies to emails and all this other shit. And it's just like, Are they really? Yeah, like, well, at least in our group. Like, uh, because, you know, there's, I guess, six of us basically online at all the same time. Now, usually it's only an average to being, like, four, three to four people at a time. And I think they're only having, in Ohio, I think they only have zero. There's zero people working because two people got quarantined. And then two of the people here got quarantined cause their whole shift got shut down because five people tested positive in my building. And then, um, and so like I was supposed to rotate with this other guy, but the other guys, uh, wireless at home was acting up or his internet was acting up, he said. So I was, I've been the one that's been working remotely out of the, you know, him and I, and, um, but like I said, it's just, um, it's just I noticed that I have to do more shit. Well, not more shit, but it's just like I'm I'm constantly in front of my computer now. Because at least when I was in the office, I could get up and walk away and, you know, go, go to somebody else's desk or something like that. Like I said, I mean, that's kind of petty to complain about that because I'm, I'm able to work. But I just kind of just, I, uh, they like they say, the grass isn't always greener. <laughs> you know because you're always like man i wish i could just work from home which is just nice you don't have to drive you don't have to worry about you know all that other shit but as far as this other kind of stuff it's just uh i kind of miss the the routine
1: yeah you know? and you know we're extremely busy because we're flying in every country and there's all these restrictions on our pilots and and because a lot of that's cooling down in asia but they've already dealt with SARS. They've already dealt with this stuff before, so they know how to. You know, they're quarantining our pilots. They're spraying them. They're doing all kinds of stuff. You know, so there's a lot of stuff going on, and um, and you know the airline the airlines are hard up. Uh, I mean, it'll. I keep telling people, people, you know, people know that I've been in the business thirty years. And they keep texting me and they keep saying, Oh, I'm going to buy a ticket because it's $50. So I'm going to buy a ticket because it's $100. My advice to everybody is do not buy any airline tickets for an advance purchase at this time.
2: Yeah.
1: Because we don't know what airlines are going to survive this. And if they go bankrupt or if they go out of business, you will not get your money back.
0: Yeah. So, like, I, uh, because, you know, I was supposed to go to, I was supposed to do, like, a trip up north, like, the, um, the last week in March, and I ended up, you know, just canceling the, the trip, but uh, they gave me a credit, because w- I was, like, an American Airlines. But, yeah, like yeah. you're saying, I don't know if I'm going to still have that credit, you know, or.
1: That sounds, that sounds very suspect. Sounds very vague up north. Where were you going,
0: Tony? Oh, I was going to go to New York and like uh, Pennsylvania. Um, try to go to Massachusetts. Really? Yeah, because I've never been in that far up. Like I said, I'm trying to hit all the states, man. That's my goal. Because nice. I think so far I've been to like 26 total. I've been everywhere in the South except South Carolina. So I need to New go York there. Is this awesome.
1: New York is awesome. Pennsylvania is like boring. It's it's like being in Indiana. You know I'm from Indiana. Yeah. So it's like a lot of Amish people and land.
0: Yeah, I've never been to Indiana before either. Indiana's on my list, obviously. Wisconsin. I've been to some places in airplane, like airports, but I don't count that. So, like even like uh, Minnesota, I've I've flown out of there before, but that doesn't count, you know. Like I've been to Denver, but I've never actually been to Denver. Even though I was laid over there for like three hours or four hours when I went to Portland that one year. But yeah, so I'm ready, ready to start seeing some more shit. I, that's another thing too. I see like all my memories keep coming up, and like this time last year I was in Spain, and the year before that yeah, I, I was in, um, I was in uh, Austin, and it's just like man. Like I said, that's just little shit that you just, you know, you just assume that you can do, you know, if you have the money to do it, obviously.
1: Take for, you take for granted. Like you were saying, take for granted, you know, and my, and you said most people living have not been through this, but like my mother-in-law and a lot of my grandmother, my mother-in-law will be turning 80 this year. Yeah, She remembers World War Two, having tickets for so much butter, standing in line for food stuff like that so she's like this is nothing new to me yeah what's cool is these people people that i know that are in their 80s they're cool as shit you know what i mean like her we were all getting together for my birthday and and kids were coming over and stuff but i we were all sitting outside social distancing and she's just gonna have tacos or whatever and i mean people that have been around each other and uh I said, Mom, do you feel comfortable with that? And she's like, "Hun, you know, I'm okay with dying. You know, like I've seen a lot of this. I'm a tough old broad and I'm good, you know, but she's been through this stuff. Yeah. You know, she's not a, she knows what suffering is about. And I think that we've gotten soft. And um, when you talked about nothing is special anymore. Like, we take it for granted. Like, you talked about Kimmy being out of work. You take for granted about going to get your feet done yeah, or whatever. And we were listening about someone complaining that they couldn't get their hair done. They can't get their hair done. And I remember someone saying, you know who's still doing hair and nails? The, the morgue. Yeah. They're still doing hair and nails. So, when this is over, I do hope that you're right when people say, hey. It's a treat, you know. It's not a a right to the treat to do something fun, you
0: know. Yeah. Um, how's your hair going on? I know you're a man that loves his hair.
1: Uh, my hair looks phenomenal all the time, <laughs> pretty much. Uh,
0: is it getting long?
1: Um. Well, before this happened, uh, well. I don't know if I told you or not. I think I did tell you, but the, the viewers don't know. I was in quarantine because I came in contact with, before they demanded that we go work at home because I do pilot training in FedEx, everyone knows that. Um, I came in close contact with, we'll call him pilot number six mm-hmm. that got the virus. Yeah. Pilot number six got the virus, so all the Boeing 75 and 76 scheduling people were in quarantine, but uh, we had to be quarantined for 14 days. We were not allowed on FedEx property, Um, not that we were going to go anyway, but literally they said that we should not be leaving the house. We should not be around anyone other than people that we live with. Or people that are in that same quarantine. So, like, my, my friends, Ginger and Kyle, which are your friends, too, I could be around them, but we could go over to their house, but we would have to sit outside. And you know they have a big backyard, so we'd have to sit, like, by their pool, but, like, six feet apart in lawn chairs.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, about two weeks prior to that, um, the lovely Wallace, She came over um, and we had a pop up brunch over at Ginger and Kyle's. And her and Jonathan came over and she cut everyone's. We had like nine people over there and she cut my hair, she cut Kyle's hair, and um, she cut Zach's hair. And because mine was going to be in a man bun soon. And we don't want to see that.
2: Yeah. You know, we've
1: already seen what gray hair looks like when it gets long and shaggy and moves to Florida.
0: So let's recap this. You not only sous vide for other people now you're doing pop-up <laughs> brunches for other motherfuckers?
1: Um well I only popped up brunch for you.
0: No. That's not but true. That's they, you just said you, idea. you just said you did a pop-up brunch with these other people.
1: Well how the hell did you think I was going to get her over
0: there? <laughs> Uh, man. I
1: mean, by look, they're only going to go so far. I'm almost 50.
0: So uh, what, is the, what is the goal for next year for your birthday? Do you want to go somewhere? Are you going to do anything big or, or what? Because, you know, we all did stuff big for our 40. So For 50?
2: Yeah.
1: I just want to make it to,
2: to Thailand
1: with you guys this year. You know, yeah, that'll be my celebration. My 49. we're going to celebrate when it don't have to be on my birthday. You know what I mean? I want to keep doing my healthy thing.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm going to keep working on my marriage, I want to keep working on my friendships. Um, career, I feel good at career. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm satisfied at career. I've got a little side uh, hustle that I talked to you about, which I'm not really wanting to talk about right now, but yeah, I want to pursue that.
0: Have you been looking into it?
1: I have been looking into it. And um, I even have more ideas. I've been jotting those down. Yeah. Um, because I've had a lot of time. So that little side hustle, I... I wanted I want more things you know
0: yeah I see this I'm guy not done. do what now
1: I'm starting yeah. said, I'm not done I'm just getting started yeah
0: <laughs> I saw this guy that is he does something similar and he's making a killing off the, you know the similar idea what you're talking about doing so like I want it's it's definitely something that can be done you know And it doesn't seem like it's a big startup cost to do it either. You know, it's just basically it's just it's gonna be a lot of trial and error, obviously, and learning curve. Um but the upfront stuff from what I saw doesn't seem that bad, even if, you know, we can get that stuff from my buddy that I've texted about it, you know. So
1: Yeah. I think I think I'm clever. I you know, I think I'm clever and I think that I have people around me that for one, like your friendship, I believe one of the things that I really like about your friendship is that you're honest with me. Like you would tell me if it was a shit idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel, I feel like I've surrounded myself many years with people that are like, Oh Brad, you're great. You're blah, 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 blah. You know, like, but you're like, Hey, Brad, that ain't so great. You know what I mean? So those people that actually give you positive feedback help you.
0: Yeah, I think it's one of those things where uh, this guy always says that he's like, I'd rather hurt somebody's feelings in the short term than to let them continue on long term doing something that is not beneficial to them.
2: You know, and there's
0: nothing wrong with constructive criticism is when just people are just shitting on stuff I don't agree with. Like, I don't think I ever just try to shit on somebody's ideas or, you know. No, that's the
1: hate.
0: Yeah, like, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I can't be around people that are constantly negative and it's just, you know, sometimes you got to take a social distance (laughs) from people. Um because it's just <laughs> you know, it's just like it's not beneficial, man. Like if you're always having to like when you see somebody you're just like <sighs> you know, you got that kind of feeling, it's just like it's not worth it, man. You gotta cut them out. You know, you gotta quarantine yourself from them. You know? Yeah. And that's another cool thing too. Could. Maybe like with this yeah. thing there's like people that you you haven't seen or you're you know, and then you see them like, oh man, I missed that person. And then you see them again, and then you see this kind of stuff that they did, and you're like, man, I didn't miss that shit when we were quarantined. So that might be another thing that comes out of this. It's like you might have to cut people off that you realize that you don't need in your life. You know, there's some people that you hang out with, is because, like you said earlier, it's just comfortable like a relationship. You know, friendship is a relationship essentially. And if you haven't dealt with them, in these couple of weeks or months or however long it's going to be. And then you finally do see them again. And then you're like, man, I really didn't miss that person as much as I thought I did, you know? And it's like, unless that person's willing to change, then there's no point of wasting energy on people like that anymore. You know? I agree. Go ahead. So have y'all been having sex during this whole pandemic?
1: Yeah, actually we have.
0: <laughs> I always wondered how does that work. Like, are you supposed to do that? Are you not supposed to do that? Like But I guess if, you you're living, if you're living if you're living in the same house I you know think I guess we're in that,
1: quarantine together. Yeah.
0: But I'm saying, like, what if you were asystematic and she wasn't? And then you were like making out with her and oh, you, know, you passed yeah. the corona on.
1: Well I mean. Well, I can tell you, I can tell you this, you know, Zach's girlfriend, Amy or ex-girlfriend Amy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so she works in a hospital. She's not, she's like a nurse's aide, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know what was going on with me, but I decided that I'm going to go walk into his room because I'm like, why is the light on? It was like, at 1 o'clock in the morning, I usually knock. I don't know why I was up. I walk in there, and they're having sex. <laughs> now, he has not had Amy over in I don't know how long. Right? Yeah. So she goes flying off like a rocket, right? And he's holding himself. <laughs> like, I just close the door, and I leave.
0: Oh, God. Why, would, why didn't they lock the door?
1: I don't fucking know. <laughs> so I texted. and I'm like, hey, sorry about that. Why is Amy over? And he's like, uh, well, hello.
0: He's trying to quarantine and, and chill. Like,
1: this quarantine and chill. So anyway, so the next day I'm like, look, dude. She works with patients that are in that have the virus, and you could kill your eighty year old grandmother that lives upstairs, you know,
2: yeah,
1: and so we had to have a little come to Jesus meeting because he needed the booty call, <laughs> and um so he was like, well, she's off work, blah blah blah, so she keeps coming back and forth, and then finally she goes back to work, so I had to have a talk with him two days ago, and I'm like, hey, um, Amy can't come back over here he's like, what the fuck, you know? uh," I'm like, yeah, she can't come back over here because she's going back to work. You know, you're going to have to wait two weeks. I'm like, wait till you're 49, been married 22 years. Two weeks is going to seem like a fucking walk in the park. You know, like. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. We laugh at FedEx. It's like. The pilot thing is called three and three. You got to have three landings in three months, or you're, or you're not legal to fly. You know, if you can get three in in three months, you're good to go. You know, a three and three. It's like, dude, you can't wait two weeks to get some. It's like, jeez.
0: You know how it is being a teenager, though, man. That testosterone. It's like everything makes you horny.
1: Okay,
0: well, <laughs> go, out there and hunt the, go out there and hunt the tree or something. Shit. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it's just one of those things where you don't think about the consequences. You know,
1: you don't think about killing your grandmother over getting your nut
0: off? Honestly, I'm pretty sure they don't, man. I really don't. <laughs> like, There's some stuff I think about that I did when I was younger that I definitely wouldn't do now. But at the time, it just seemed like a good idea, you know? It just seemed like I was just living in the moment. You know, you don't really think about consequences or your actions or what, you know, kind of trickle-down effect, one thing you can do with a heated moment of passion. Like even like like a fight or something like that, you know. It's just like now if you're going to get in a fight, you're like, man, I can lose my job. I can go to jail, you know. Somebody could die. It's just like I never forget one time I used to have a really bad temper. Well, it's still there, but I, I try to control it. <laughs> I and, was going to say, yes. <laughs> and uh, this guy, I was going to work. I used to work at night. I used to work for First Tennessee Bank. And I would go in at 12 o'clock. And I was over off Lamar, right in front of this strip club. Like, it was like called Showgirls or something like that. And I'm at the in red there. light, right above where we're at like, the Getwell. I think it's Getwell that overpasses that. And so I'm sitting there at the red light, and this car slams into the back of my car. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I get out of the car, and the guy just drives around me. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't get out of the car to to check and see anything. And I just start seeing red, man. I was like, fuck this shit. So I get in my car and I chase him down and I pull my car to where like he's having to turn over. Like to get and I was like, "Pull the fuck over right now!" I was screaming at him roll, when I had my window down, and he's like, wow. "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry," and I'm like, "You're not fucking sorry, man. If you were fucking sorry, you would not have ran." And so, anyways, <laughs> like all this time, I'm not thinking like this motherfucker could have a gun, any of that shit. I'm just thinking, right. you know, I need to get this guy out of the car and either beat the fuck out of him or get his information to get the shit resolved. So, anyways, I make him pull over to the gas station. I don't know why the fucking guy did it. I'm not a fucking cop. He could, I mean, he already tried to dodge me once, you know? (laughs) But maybe he thought I was fucking crazy because I chased him down. But uh, so, anyways, I get out of my car and make him get out of his car. (laughs) The guy gets out of his car. He's probably like four foot 11. He's a little Hispanic guy. I'm assuming he was probably like illegal. Uh, you know, because he didn't have any paperwork or like a driver's license or something. I'm not trying to be racist by saying that, but I'm just assuming. So he was up to your navel. Yeah, he was really small. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We can go back to my house. I will give you some money. I'm like, no, fuck you, man. Like, you know, we're gonna resolve this stop. shit. I would
1: have
0: went. <laughs> like I said, I don't know why he he I mean, he already ran. What I don't know why he pulled over man. But, uh, yeah, like I said, thinking back on it now, you know, because I saw something the other day where these people were, same situation happened. They did, like, a bump and stop type thing. So, like, people at a a red light, they bump their car, the person gets out of the car to check on it, and then they robbed the guy and they shot the guy.
2: Oh,
1: my God, yeah. That happens at Cali all the time.
0: So, yeah, like that situation could have been that situation or it could have been me yelling at the person and then just pull a gun and shoot me, you know. So it's Mm -hmm. like now as an older man, you know, I wouldn't probably react that way. Hopefully I wouldn't, you know, because like I said, that that incident sticks out of my mind. Like there's a lot of dumb shit that I've done in, in my past that, you know, I just don't think about unless something triggers it. But that's something that it's very fresh in my head. And it's like, I, I know I probably wouldn't, you know, react the same way at least. But yeah, like I said, that's like going back to Zach, though, with, you know, trying to get some pussy. <laughs> it's just like, you just don't always think about the consequences of everybody else or your own safety, Yeah, you know, so yeah. I used
1: to talk about that before I had kids, you know, like I would bungee jump or I would jump out of the airplane. But then when you start thinking about you had a kid like I can't understand people that have children and say okay I'm going to still do that because you're there's one thing to risk your life and say you know what I'm a thrill seeker and I like that but you gave up that choice in my opinion now I'm going to put my opinion in my opinion you gave up that choice when you brought another life into this world. Yeah, I was a person that never thought I was going to have children. I I grew up, and uh, we haven't dabbled into this, but not in a very good way. And I always, my dad was a cop, and he was really persistent that I was going to be a cop. My whole family was cops, and I knew there was more than that little piece of land in Plainfield, Indiana. And I was like, I always wanted to fly and just see those airplanes. And I was like, man, I just want to fly away. You know, I want to yeah. fly away from all this, you know, I want to see the world. I want to experience everything. And so I always wanted to be a pilot. And, um, I worked for the airlines. I never got my pilot's license. I always wish I would have. And, um, you know, I still love it today, the feeling like when I'm on an airplane, it takes off, you know, or it lands or anything, but, um, it's, it's, it's crazy to think that, I don't know, I mean,
0: I know, maybe it's like it's that not. thing you were talking about earlier too, like you, sometimes you can't have regrets though, like, um, because you don't know. Like you were talking about that business person on the airplane before the crash. Who knows if you've been training and, you know, you wouldn't be here or, you know, you can never have regrets about something that you can't control, you know? No, like,
1: you know, and I told, I told a friend of mine, he's a pilot, and I said, hey, so Zach started flight school, right? And he started going to Delta State, and I said, he started getting weirded out because this girl crashed. And she died. She's 18 years old. Yeah. She was doing her pilot's pilot license, and she loved it. And I called a buddy of mine. And I said, hey, I am worried that I have put this seed in Zach's mind. You know, I'm worried that I have, from the time he was born, I decided I've had this young son, and I am making him live his life through me or I'm living my life through him. I'm sorry. Yeah. And you know how people do that. Yeah. And so I said, God, what if something happens? Because it's dangerous. Anyone that flies, you can ask anyone. You can ask our buddy, Kyle. You can, they lose probably seven friends, maybe more by death going through, uh, flight school or whatever it is. I said, what if my son dies in a plane crash? And, and it's my, me that put that in his mind, you know? Mm-hmm. And my buddy said, I have three sons. I always wanted to fly. I, it's your job as a parent to open that door for your kids and to let them see what life can be like if they walk through that's on them i have three sons and none of them want to fly and i have pushed it from the time they were babies yeah so you cannot take that on and so i've been able to live with it
0: yeah yeah it's i mean anything can happen man it's just like that's just life is just so unpredictable I mean, we're like, clearly we're living through that right now. I mean, nobody expected sure. this to happen. You know, everybody thought it was going to be like all these other things. That, oh, it's just going to be this. It's just going to be that. And Who knows? It might not be nearly as bad, it, you know, as they say. Because it seems like the numbers as far as the, the projected deaths are dropping. Because I think it was like 200,000 sure. and now it's like 60,000, which still is a lot of fucking people. You know, every, every single one of those numbers is a person. But, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's, life's going to happen one way or the other, you know, and like, sure. it's just hopefully it doesn't go in that direction, you know, for something traumatic to happen, you know, but like your friend said, you can't, you can't take on that evil, now, you know.
1: Let me ask you this, though, would you rather die doing something you loved? And another friend told me this. Would you rather die doing something you loved or die not doing something you loved?
0: Yeah, I would rather die like traveling somewhere or coming back from somewhere that I went to, because at least you have those experiences, those memories, you know, than to die Die at your home and never experience anything, but die with a bunch of regret.
1: Right. Or die at a computer.
0: Yeah. Like having regret on shit is, it's got to be tough. That's why they always say, like, go talk to older people. You know, they, they can tell you what regret feels like. How I wish I would have spent more time with people, or how I wish I would have done this. Or like, I set a goal for myself, like, to try to travel more, you know? Because for the longest time, I never went anywhere. Like, I flew on a plane more in the last three years than I did in the last 20 years, you know? Yeah. And like I said, I can't get that time back, but I can move forward with, with time and do stuff. Sure. So, I mean, that's, that's what this whole thing with life is, man. It's just, it's unpredictable, but all you can do is just live it the best you can and, and try to navigate and, you know, like uh, John Hunt said, leave it better than you it came in, you know. So you can he was great. Yeah, he was a really good interview.
1: I loved his podcast. His was wonderful.
0: Trying to get this guy, uh, Taryn on here. Um, uh, he owns uh this company, this local wood company in town from my understanding, he's got a pretty interesting story too. he's a, you know, like does it'd be good to talk to him about business and how he started his business. I'm, that's, I'm kind of interested in how people do that. You know, yeah. it's just like, it's people like I was telling with the John Hodge one, it's like, you know, people always think you have to come from money or something to start something. But, uh, that's not the case. Cause like you were even saying about the whole immigrant thing, you know, most of the people that, come over here like saving Raul's parents they didn't have shit and they made something no. for themselves you know
1: that's right and that's why I don't understand that whole um, Trump's America saying America is built on immigrants his parents were immigrants or grandparents or whoever they were German immigrants Yeah. so in my opinion this country is built on the American dream is you can come here and anything is possible. Anything is possible.
0: Yeah. We have it. I love that. We have it better than a lot of people. And I I think freedom. Yeah. I think a lot of us, like you said, are soft and we just uh, are used to our comforts and the people that come over here see what, what we take for granted and I'm like, fuck, I could, I could easily game this system. I could easily, you know, make something out of this. If I work hard enough, right. like there's people that start washing dishes that end up owning a fucking restaurant, you know?
1: <laughs> yes.
0: And there's most people sure. here that would bitch about washing the dishes.
1: Every person that comes from another country, and we're not talking third world countries, people. We're talking about Europe. Europe is not a third world country. Australia is not a third world country. You come to this country, and the first thing they say when they go to Super Walmart is, Oh my God, look at all this food. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now we're freaked out because we can only get two pot roasts and two packages of hamburger. Or whatever. So we have been spoiled.
0: Are they limiting this stuff down in Mississippi? Or do you shop in Tennessee?
1: No, I shop in Mississippi and they are limiting it. They are? You can only get... Yes, and I and I think that's a good thing because if they were not limiting it, the people between 35 and 45 would be buying it all. Yeah, And that's the problem because people my mom's age would not be able to get anything because she's on a pension and... Even though I'm buying it for her, she likes to shop weekly. So now I'm shopping two to three weeks out for her. Yeah, You know what I mean? I'm buying it out of my money, which is digging into my finances because I want my mom to not do it out. And I want my mom to not go to the store and fight these people. Yeah, Because she had a heart attack last year and she doesn't need to be out. Yeah. so the people 35 to 45 are the people that are like stockpiling everything and trying to do this and do that you know and I don't want her going to the senior citizen they have a se- now they have like a, a senior's day that only the people that are a certain age can go yeah in shop, which I think is nice but I don't even want her to go not worth it yeah you know what i mean i just order it for her so i'd rather i'm fortunate enough to have the money to order that for my mom yeah if i wasn't then she'd have to go you know
0: yeah i've noticed here the only thing i saw a limit on was paper towels at least by the kroger by my house but everything else wasn't but i know thacker said he went to like Walmart or something and they were limiting how many stuff things he could have in his cart or something like that.
1: It depends on the where you live. Yeah. So I did an order on Wednesday. It said I could get it within forty eight hours at your house by Kirby Parkway. hmm Nowhere else by my house, collierville Germantown, the Branch, or South Avon. The earliest I could get it was South Haven at 4 to 5 p.m. on Saturday.
2: Wow. That's So crazy.
1: the people with the money, and I'm not trying to be rude or ridiculous, the people with the money are buying the stuff.
2: Yeah.
1: It said I could go to Winchester and get it tomorrow. But I'm not going there. So I could go wherever I wanted. You know, I could go in Memphis and get it, but I'm not going to go there. So I could go pick it up South Haven on Saturday. So I'm going to go pick it up on Saturday in South Haven.
0: You know, I saw something that they were talking about how like people were freak out. You know, like hoard buying essentially. You know, they were just racking up on a bunch of shit when it's first you know started happening and they were talking about like you know at least the supply chain stuff is not just shut down you know they they do have those people that are still working in the stores which I feel bad for those people at the grocery stores like they're not making nearly enough money to put their lives you know literally at risk it's not being dramatic saying that either like there's younger people now that are you know are coming up sick and um, but like, my whole thing is, like, you see people fighting. There was a video of these, like, people fighting this older lady over paper towels. And it's, like, what kind of animals are you? Like, to fight somebody over some paper t- or toilet tissue. And um, my whole thing is, we still have power. We still have running water. Like, what are we going to do when that stuff is gone? What are you going to do when there's no food? How are people going to act? You know, like, the people that are the... Um what do they call them? The people that uh have like shelters underground. Uh there's a word for the apocalyptic. Yeah, those kind of people. Like people used to laugh at them, but I mean, (laughs) they might be on to something. Just how, like, you know, have some the homesteader type people, like have some land or whatever, you know. Just have a bunch of families, you know, together as a community. Um Because like I said, there's just some people just are acting like fucking savages over like they're, I don't that's not everybody obviously, but there's a a sect of people who are so selfish that they're only looking out for their own needs and wanting to stomp on other people over some paper towels or toilet paper.
1: Well, I will tell you this. I don't think that people I think that people are stir crazy. I think people are When they're going out it is a little bit hectic like two weeks ago instead of doing delivery zach went to the store for his grandmother and he was like dad it was so ridiculous he was like it was literally people were taking because that's when i think trump came out or the governor came out or someone who said it was going to be another two to three weeks and it was going to peak and it was going to this and it was going to that. Yeah. People were taking, and they were all people 35 to 45. It's not young people because young people are not concerned. It's not old people because old people have dealt with this before. It's 35 to 45. Yeah. They were getting crate of canned corn. Now, how many times did they open cans of corn really in the last year? Yeah. It's probably been. How many times have they had family dinner? Because I know, as a family living in a suburb, my wife was a big person for family dinner, and kids would come over to our house all the time, and they would say, "You know what? You guys are the only people who sit down and have family dinner." Their people would always like have something, was it corn dogs, or they would grab something from Sonic or whatever. No one. Opened a can of corn these days. Are you kidding me? They needed a flat of corn?
0: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's just, it's, like I said, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, you want to say fuck those people, but then you're like, they're just scared. You know? Yeah, they are. Like,
1: but I want to ask you, those are the same people that are flying the the twenty twenty flag. Those are the same people that are like America. Those are the same people that have ammo. Those are the same people that are badasses. But they're that scared, really?
0: I don't know. Cause yeah, badasses
1: that, plastic horn. The
0: the whole I did see that. Paper? Like I get a. You're
1: a badass. <laughs> you need a plastic horn and toilet paper.
0: I do see that. Like I get a lot of a. Uh, I bought a couple of firearms online in the past, and I always get emails from these two companies, one in particular. And they're always talking about how, like, the gun sales are up right now, and, you know, there's kind of a back right. order on stuff. And even Raul and I went so shooting. He gets corn. Yeah, Raul and I went shooting, Um, like, I guess it was like the 15th of March. The, yeah, something like that was one of the last times I've been out. And we went shooting and I went to the store to try to buy some ammunition. The place I normally got it from, they didn't have it. Then I had to go to another place and it was like slim pickings. But then I saw like this guy made a post about like uh, he wanted to buy a gun, like a shotgun or something like that or some kind of gun. I can't remember was a shotgun or rifle or whatever. But it's just like, dude, you're going to probably shooting yourself before you shoot the person. And the other guy, this other guy commented on the post, and he didn't even know the difference between the different, you know, the different bullets. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I don't think you need to own a gun if, you know, you're just fear buying something. Because I was watching this movie last night, and they say, I don't know how true it is. I didn't look it up. But they said, like, most people that have a gun. You end up shooting themselves or, you know, shooting somebody in the house before they shoot the intruder. Or you can get that gun taken away from you by the intruder. You know, it's just like.
1: There you go. And you get shot by the intruder. My, I told you my dad and my whole family were cops.
0: Yeah.
2: And
1: they always said it would, a lot of people got shot by their own gun. Yeah. So the, the funny part was most people that know me and know me as a person, would you have ever thought that I would have been as good a shot as I am? In a million years, <laughs> would you have ever thought, knowing me, would you ever thought that I would be as good a shot as I am? No. No. You can't judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Period.
0: Yeah, and that's another so, thing, too. It's like shooting is just not as easy as pointing shoot because you can point and shoot and not hit the target. You know no. what I'm saying? And then you're hit, trying to hit a moving person. And that's another added layer that you're going to actually must take somebody else's life or you get your life taken in the process. Like everybody has a plan like this that Mike Tyson says until you get punched in the face. You know, it's like it's like, oh, I can I'm a I'm a bad motherfucker. And then like somebody pulls up on you and does something and you have that uh, flight mode. You know, it's fear of flight. And a lot of people have flight, Right. you know.
1: I'll blow your head off before you mess up my hair.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh God!
1: (laughs) Oh my God! So it's so funny though because people it people talk so much crap. Yeah, you know that they're so bad, but you know they're like this, that, and the other, and they're all running. You know, all my friends that are the whatever, and I don't want to make this into a political thing, but you know what I'm talking about, because you and I have talked about this before. But there are the people that are scared. they are the people that are hunkered down. they are the people that are not wanting to do anything. But yeah. guess what? Where there's death, there's life. And that's another thing that I've, I've been told many, many times. So If someone dies, there's going to be a baby born. Where there's death, there's life. Yeah, it's going to happen.
0: I don't know, man. It's just um, you got to see how this plays out. Like I said, hopefully we're at the towards you know the very end to see that light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we can get back to some kind of normal life, whatever that may be after all this is. Like I said, it may not, what we once knew as normal may not be normal anymore. So. And that may be good. Yeah. Because like I said, it's. Oh, you did. (laughs) Like I said, I'm just hoping that it doesn't come to that point where people have to do that. Because, you know, that's another thing that you have to look at. I always look at it on both sides. Like, fuck that person that's trying to steal from you. But then on the other side, it's like, why do we live in a country where people feel like they have to do that to live? Because some people do it at necessity, unfortunately. Like, there's some people who are just pieces of shit that steal. But then there's some people who are stealing because they need to, you know, provide for their families and shit.
1: You know? Sure. You know, someone told me a long time ago, and I know you like to laugh and talk about my heritage. It's not German. It's not Italian. It's not whatever. (laughs) I'm I'm a Heinz 57 mix, whatever. But I do know that my mom's family is from Germany, and my great-grandparents, my mom's maiden name was Hoffaditz, and my great-grandparents, they would say people thought Hitler was great because they were in a bad situation. Yeah. And you know what? Desperate people do desperate things. Yeah. your kids are starving, you'll do whatever you can to make sure your kids are okay.
0: Yeah. I've seen it. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: If someone's saying they're, they're going to do everything in their power to make sure everyone has a car and everyone has a belly full and you've been hungry.
0: That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I've seen it. Like, uh, like girls I follow on Instagram, like some of the girls that were Instagram models, are doing the OnlyFans thing now. Like, obviously, they're not making the kind of money that they were making. I don't know how they were making the money before. Maybe off advertisements. I'm sure that's drying up now too. So now they're having to like show some skin, you know. And I'm sure at one time that's something they thought they would never have to do. Especially if they have like millions of followers, you know, they think that, you know, they're, they got this cloud or whatever. And now they're having to resort down to sex work. And it's like, you know, they shouldn't knock those people for doing sex work. But a lot of those people put their nose up in the air like, oh, I'm above you because I have a million followers on Instagram. And now they're the same people showing some titty, you know.
1: I'm sorry. That's the oldest profession in the book. It's more honest than being an attorney or anything else. Yeah. I, I've been told that for many times and I laugh about it, but it's the truth. I mean, would you not do it if you could?
0: Oh, fuck. Yeah. What did you say? Your, uh, yeah. your mother-in-law says about the pussy.
1: <laughs> okay yeah she my mother-in-law she's a she's a mean old broad from canada she's 80 years old and when my grant or when my daughters are sitting there bitching or whatever when they were younger she's like you're sitting on a million bucks stop <laughs> bitching go make some money it's the oldest profession in the book
0: yeah uh and so, that's a weird thing that it's illegal too like i think about that like
1: most French places, it's not.
0: Well, I mean, or not maybe illegal, but taboo or frowned upon.
3: Yeah,
0: like I think, like I've met a lot of my friends who I never would have thought have been with prostitutes. I've been with prostitutes, and it's like, I don't know, man. It's like if that's your end goal is to have sex, and you can go to somebody and do that, and it's they're a willing participant. Why should that be bad? When you can go see a naked woman in a building and she can dance for you. And that's not frowned upon, really, you know, or not deemed as gross or, you know, you're a deviant or there's some people that do, but it's more broadly accepted than if you were to just willy nilly talk about you build a prostitute.
1: We talk about supply and demand. If there was no demand, there'd be no supply. Yeah. So there
2: you go. I don't know, there's man. There's
1: always been, there's always been a demand for it.
0: Yeah. Well, like I told you, guys are horny as fuck. Like I saw something, it was, uh, I don't know if i talked about this on here before, but it was a post and it was like, it said something about men and women are equally as horny. And then, um, the guys like, the guys like, no, you're not. And the woman's like, why would you say that? And then the guy's like, would you have sex with me? And the woman's like, No, I'm not attracted to you. And then the guy said, I'm not attracted to you either, but I would still fuck you. Right. <laughs> you know? So uh and that is a thing too, women do in relationships. Like I haven't been in a lot of relationships or long lasting relationships, but some of them that I've been in, I'm sure it's more like this in marriage, I would imagine. But they hold that as a ransom for stuff. Like they hold out on you. Like if you're nice to me, I'll do this or, uh, hey, you, you didn't do that. You, right? <laughs> you don't get any, you know, I,
1: I have something to add on that. So sometimes Bay and I've been out. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you right now. We're having a great time. And I'm, you know, if I was in my twenties, I would have, no matter what I did, I would have gotten it. Right. Yeah. So, 15 years into our marriage, 20 years into our marriage, she will literally look at me and go, you were going to get laid tonight, but you fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) She literally will fucking tell me.
0: Oh, God. When that happens. And at
1: that point, I'm just like, fuck it. And then I just get roaring drunk and stupid.
0: Bad Brad comes out. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like... (laughs) you know, obviously they shouldn't have to do something they don't want to do, but I don't think they should. I think in a relationship, that's part of a relationship. I would imagine like, so I don't know. Is it one of those things where you got to come to, you have to come to some agreement where you can get it elsewhere, you know, or I don't know, maybe open relationships are a thing people need to try. I don't know. (laughs)
1: I don't know if I could deal with that, but I think it's emotional <laughs> for women. I think it's emotional for women and it's physical for men. Yeah. But after the after the physical is over, after that release is over, yeah, then you feel the love. Yeah. Like you feel like you like, oh, I've dicked her down, like she's dick drunk, like she's good, like she loves me, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Where with a woman it's like you have to do a lot of work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where a guy you don't have to do a lot of work. Where she can just be like, "Hey, do you want to in the middle of the afternoon?" You're like, know, yeah. whatever."
0: Yeah, they definitely have it as far as that goes. Like women definitely can get sex anytime they want. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know, man. There's that's where we're so different. Yeah, you know, everybody thinks that, you know, just because you're breathing, and you're a human, you know, you're so similar. There's, you know, but there is a big difference the way our brains work and the way their brains work. And I don't know, it's like you said, it's more of a mental thing with them. And sometimes us guys just don't realize the things we say and do or the lack of things we say and do can. Trigger them in so many different ways, know uh, you gotta be I guess I guess that's one of those things as a person you have to be more in tune with somebody else outside yourself. mhm, you know
1: I think that that's the thing when you've been married for a long time or you've been in a relationship for a long time that mm-hmm. you don't do that dance, you don't do that peacock dance, you don't your feathers out you know what i mean it's like it's like you're just kind of waiting for her yeah
0: yeah i think okay. na- i think now you need to like i can think back on some of the relationships obviously they didn't work because i'm not with those people but there's stuff that i know that maybe if i would have seen that in the moment or been more mature in that moment that i could have done something better for that person that they were lacking, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, I think that's the whole thing about growing. And it's unfortunate that some of those, it takes like those bumps in the roads and those growing pains to realize what you did for hopefully the, the right person, you know? So, yeah, But all about ele- elevation, man. You know, you gotta just keep leveling up.
1: Sure. But I think that that person has to be comfortable enough to tell you too. like, if you don't know, like if you think everything is cool, like I've I've got a lot of guy friends that are like, I thought everything was cool. I thought I was doing everything right. Yeah. And then they get to my age and the woman goes through menopause or she goes through whatever in her life that is changing. And they're like, man, everything is cool. Nothing is different. And she's changing, but she's not communicating that to him. And then he's blindsided by the fact that she wants a divorce or something. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? You know? So I think that communication definitely is key.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of times people think they're telling you what's going on or they think you should pick up on their signals or some people just are not willing to they don't want confrontation so they just let stuff slide until it boils over and then that's where you like you said they they want out you know instead of just or maybe they're so used to dealing with people that didn't want to listen before and they just assume everybody's the same I don't know man relationships are weird it's, it's one of the weirdest things that we go into willingly, willingly, you
2: know, or sure, sure.
1: you take them for granted. Yeah. Do you think they're always going to be there. Yeah. Cause I know I sucked up a lot. You know, I told you the last time that I told say, and I, I'll tell the listeners, you know, that we, we were struggling and I was like, Hey babe, I'll, um, I'm going to go have a couple of whiskeys, a couple old fashions with a couple of pilots. And um, I'll be home at 7 o'clock. I'm going to bring sandwiches. And she had thrown her shoulder out. I'm going to bring sandwiches home, and we're going to watch this Netflix movie that we had been wanting to watch. And um, yeah, we're going to hang out. Is that cool? And she's like, yeah, go have fun with the guys, blah, blah, blah. And um, I look at my phone, and I had not texted. From seven to like one in the morning. Oh damn. End up spending the night. Yeah. I end up spending the night at a buddy's house because i had gotten completely fucked up. And I went home the next day. So she was cool. But in the days to come, she was kinda like, you know what? This is this happens too much. You know, it's like this has been going on for years and it's like it's old. And I put up with it because the kids were here. I put up with it because whatever. Now it's just me and you. And I don't have to put up with it. Yeah. You know? So decide, do you want me or do you not want me? You know? Yeah. Or do you want to go drink with your buddies or whatever? Because the next time this happens, I might not be
2: here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I, I think it's one of those things where, like you said, it's you you just living in the moment and you know, kind of shrug it off. It's not a big deal, but then you know it festers inside them, and then it gets to that level where they're like, "Fuck this motherfucker," you know.
1: No, yeah. well, I'm just thinking. Twenty two years, she's always going to be there. Yeah. Well, one day I'm going to wake up. And she's not.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, I Do I know Am
2: I willing to
1: accept it? I'm like, can I accept it? Am I willing to accept it? Yeah So that's what I had to really kind of look at
0: Yeah, you got I mean If it's something you really care about that's something you got to fight for and You know Put aside all the other bullshit And that stuff's on the back burner And work on what's really important And that's your relationship And your marriage and your friendship with your yeah. best friend. Cause you know, you're supposed to marry your best friend as they say. And you know, I don't know, man.
1: And we, and we are, but you know, you do lose that five kids, a mother-in-law and all of that later. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so that's why I'm about like this pandemic and being at home we're, we're like getting
0: to know each other again, you know? Yeah. Like I said, uh, it's, it's turned that negative to negative into a positive. And like I sure. said, the outside influences were pulling you apart. And now that those outside influences are quarantined right now, you know, you know, they're section off from you. It's making you work on what maybe would have been kind of spotty, patched together because you still would have been working at the goose and stuff like that, you know, and still going to work and still socializing with us and everybody else, you know, and now that, you know, everything's shut down, it's, it's making you realize and, or just forcing you basically to, to work on what is important.
1: Yeah. And not necessarily just you guys, because you guys are single, but I have a lot of guy friends that are pilots that are in their fifties that are going through kind of the same thing with wives that are, um, in menopause Yeah, that they're in divorces and now they're like reclaiming their singleness. You know what I mean? So they're kind of like pushing me to like, Hey, let's go drink. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, it's like, um, so it's like,
0: like man, I'm not trying to be in your boat, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like I have it. I I already have it. Great.
2: Like, yeah,
1: because I have friends that my wife actually likes, and I can still go and hang out and do things. You know, I'm not trying to misery loves company.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: I don't know, man. I'm not going to keep you any longer there, Brad. All right. Um, let's do it again. We still need to do the one with you, Nick, Raul, and myself. We talk about our trip to Tampa because we haven't done that one I'm yet. I'm old.
1: I'm old. I won't even remember Tampa.
0: <laughs> uh, we'll re- we'll refresh your memory. Um, okay. I'm sure I will. <laughs> and uh yeah so whenever we can finally get back together in person we'll do that one Uh, all right let's do it all right man well uh for having yeah thanks for doing it man all right love you lots all right love you guys bye bye you can find us on um spotify itunes and all their platforms and uh like and subscribe all right love you lots
3: bye